Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, General Electric presents Go Fly a Kite, Sides 3 and 4, from 1966. All right, here's your disclaimer. This is part two of a two-part episode. So if you're hearing this and you haven't listened to part one yet, what the hell are you doing? General Electric. Now, they don't do these anymore, do they? It was mostly from the 50s to the 80s. Uh, the book tells the story through the souvenir record albums. There, there are still conventions today, but they don't oh, hire yes. people to this do original we music. we had money to burn right. and uh, often did. This one was a two-record set. This is the first one I ever GE saw. GE presents Go Fly a Kite. Yes, this was uh, the Electric Utility Executives Conference. <laughs> John Kander and Fred Ebb were a couple of the composers. Kander and Ebb, Paul. Yes. Kander and Ebb. Huge, yeah. yeah. They were a couple, cabaret. A couple months later, cabaret went on, but in September of 66, they had this GE Go show. Go fly a kite. That's right. Once again, that's former David Letterman writer Steve Young as a guest on The Late Show with David Letterman in 2013, talking about industrial musicals and promoting his great book, Everything's Coming Up Profits. As I said in part one, Go Fly a Kite was the first industrial musical record that Young ever found while searching for records to feature on Dave's record collection. I asked Young a little more about this when I spoke to him back in 2020. When you were finding these records for Dave's record collection, uh, when, when you found the first GE one, did, that, did you end up using anything for the segment then off of that record immediately? Or do you know what the first industrial musical was that you ended up actually using on Letterman? We might have gotten a bit of that GE one on the show eventually because in the early 90s, Dave made a lot of fun of GE when it was the parent company of NBC. Yes. But you, you it, didn't start working till the CBS show, though, right? No, I was there for the last three years of the NBC. Oh, you era. were? Okay. Yeah, I started in 1990. So the GE angle was an obvious way into a joke there. And mm -hmm. I think that may have gotten on. Uh, it may not have actually made it on the air until we had switched over to CBS, but it was uh, there was some uh, song about power distribution management and all these like questions in the lyrics about can you tell me kilowatt hour consumption and demand and the chorus of women would sing can do can do and I think the joke that we had on was Dave saying can you take a first place network and drive it down into third place? And we read <laughs> the chorus of women singing, can do, can do. Can you look and tell me where the voltage levels stand? Can do. That's from the song PDM Can Do from side two that I featured on part one. I just wanted to feature that here just for a second, just because this record has such importance in Steve Young's journey of changing his life thanks to industrial musicals. Repeating myself once again, Bathtubs Over Broadway, the documentary about Young and his love of industrial musicals, is back on Netflix. Go and watch it if you haven't. It's the last time I'll remind you. But today, I'm here to get into sides three and four of General Electric Presents Go Fly a Kite. So let's do it. Let's go fly a kite. Side three begins with Carol Woodruff singing Be Direct With Me. The liner notes read, A sultry young lady presents a rather one-sided view of just one alternative, high-voltage direct current. 
Young actually shared a clip of this song on his Letterman appearance in 2013. We're going to listen to a little clip of a love song told in electrical terminology. Not a minute too soon. I agree. Two straight parallel wires bearing current in the same direction attract each other if you know what I mean. Yes, I, I think we know what you, what you mean. Once again, reading from the liner notes, then... Three witches gather around their cauldron and deplore the problems they have in modern times securing adequate control and protection for their power. Poor Richard appears and offers them semiconductor and vacuum technology to make their brew really potent. Sold on these powerful ingredients, they introduce Mr. Lee with a song. Here's technological witchcraft. This was all produced by Wilding Incorporated, as it's credited here, also known as Wilding Picture Productions Incorporated. Wilding was a major supplier of audiovisual communication services in the production and distribution of motion pictures, commercials, and business shows. During World War II, it was the main supplier of war-related films for the U.S. Armed Forces. Wilding also produced industrials for other companies like Oldsmobile and Ford in the 1950s. If you look into the future, wondering what it's all about. When you face this super problem and you're filled with super doubt. Just scratch your head, shrug your shoulders, look confused and blink. That's the You face the year 2000, wondering how will I expand? How will I make... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Valerie Harper, Nancy Haywood, and Carol Woodruff are back as a singing group referred to as Woman Power, singing a song called Manpower. Smash!
Joel Warfield returns, now playing a character named Dingo. Here's a bit of the dialogue. Martha, what's the matter? Oh, all that talk about young men today not wanting to go into business or do anything respectable, I, I couldn't help but think of... of... Dingo. Dingo? Yes, Robert. Uh, Richard. Our son, Dingo. What's the matter with him? He's a folk singer. No kidding. Yes, he sings in a coffee house. They're always giving him testimonial dinners. After every millionth record he sells. In Steve Young and Sport Murphy's Everything's Coming Up Profits book, Murphy writes about the section of the album saying, Dubious reactions to the protest music scene were rife at the time, from Jan and Dean's Savage Dissonant Folk City and Universal Coward, to one-offs by clean-cut types like Johnny C. and The Spokesman, whose Day for Decision and Dawn of Correction, respectively, were uptight answers to P.F. Sloan's Eve of Destruction, a smash hit for Barry Maguire. This next track that features this Dingo character is actually split into three short songs, Dingo's Protest, We're 21, and That Great Big Go-Go in the Sky. Light the hall at that great big I go go in the sky. So, this wasn't just Candor and Ebb that wrote these songs. There's another credited writer here, Walter Marks. I'll let Steve Young tell you a little bit about him. And the other writer is a guy named Walter Marks, who also was a Broadway writer, did some industrials also. I now am actually friends with him. Uh, he lives in New York, and we've gotten together a few times. He wrote, uh, I, I guess, uh, the big one that he's known for is the song, I Gotta Be Me. I've gotta be me, I've gotta be me, what else can I be but what I am? I've Gotta Be Me originally appeared in the Broadway musical Golden Rainbow, starring Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet. Steve Lawrence would release it as a single in 1967, and it peaked at number six on the Billboard Easy Listening chart. Sammy Davis Jr. would also have a hit with the song, peaking at number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1969. There are no specific mentions in the liner notes if Marx was a co-writer on all of the album or just specific songs. Here we are ready, waiting for you. Absolutely available. At my service. Any old time. Service. Any old time, free your mind of the doubt. We'll be helping you out to the best of our ability. Our devotion The fourth and final side of this double album begins with Heaven Out of Hell. I'll bet you didn't expect a scene in this General Electric musical to be in hell, did you? Mary Louise Wilson's character Martha convinces the devil, played by Ted Thurston, to electrify hell. The liner notes read... Instantly, the air is purified. The furnaces operate efficiently. The traffic is unsnarled at the river sticks. Horrified, the devil realizes he's been tricked into making heaven out of hell through electricity. That's true. Don't look so glum, Mr. 
Mr. Devil. I mean, look at it this way. Hmm? You've got a rapid transit that crosses the river Styx. Isn't that heaven? Isn't that... Uh-uh, please, sir. Watch your language. No more those fiery furnaces I used to love to fix. Isn't it heaven? I think it's... Uh-uh, please, sir. Watch your language. I'm feeling like the devil. Just why did we have to meet? We get one more additional writing credit for the next song, Make a Woman Out of Your Wife. Its lyrics were written by Stanley Stein. Stein was the son of Jules Stein, the man responsible for the music and Broadway hits like Gypsy, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and Funny Girl. Stanley Stein wrote songs recorded by Ella Fitzgerald, Tony Bennett, and Nat King Cole, among others. Make a Woman Out of Your Wife is also the first appearance in the show for Joanna Lester, at least as a soloist. Lester was Miss Montana in 1961 and went on to be a top 10 finalist in the Miss America pageant. Give yourself a Christmas present, mister. Get the greatest eyeful of your life. Let a thousand and one electric servants make a woman out of your wife. Though she may be longing to be tender, Mr. She's the tender of your house. The show's musical director was Ted Simons. Over the years, Simons worked with artists like Barbara Streisand and the Four Seasons. He also wrote and performed the music for several industrial shows, including some for IBM and Pepsi. Times have changed since I was around. Times have changed, it's clear. Things that once were wondrous to me are now no longer here. There are other things more wondrous now. It's all been rearranged. One last credit of note. The entire production was directed and choreographed by George and Ethel Martin. And this wasn't their only industrial either. In 1965, they did the choreography for the Seagram Distillers Distributor Meeting in Miami, Florida. But for this show, all we have left now is the finale. Go Fly a Kite wouldn't even be Kander and Ebb's only industrial, though it does appear to be the only one that was recorded. They also did a show for Ford in 1967, but no albums have been found. This also wasn't General Electric's lone musical. Going as far back as 1956, there's a 10-inch record called It's a Great New Line. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums. 
and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at BizarreAlbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>